All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Here is our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Um, a lot a lot of people don't really know what happened in this special election for uh, what was George Santos's seat, which happened to be my old congressional district when I lived in New York, which I've not been back in that district since, you know, before before the end of last year. Uh, so I've not been there in a long time, but I know the district. I know it well. And uh, we, we had on the program uh, Mozzie Pillup. Uh, it's interesting because polls show that, she, you know, she had been closing uh, that it was a three or four point race, but that's not what happened yesterday. It, was, it ended up being pretty much a blowout. And why am I bringing this up? Why am I starting the program with a local New York congressional race to fill a seat of an idiot that, you know, shouldn't have been elected in the first place. I was not pretty much not vetted. And, but with all that said and done, um, this is what we can learn from this one runoff election runoff elections it's hard to put a lot of weight behind them because there's so many odd uh, things that can happen turnout usually is a lot lower uh in an off-year election or uh it's not even an election season and it's just not the time people are used to voting so you can factor all of that in but that does not negate the following now i will concede up front that it is a democratic plus eight district uh, it's been redrawn. You know, it's crazy. Parts of the middle of Long Island and like Massapequa. I was on the north shore of Long Island at the time. And and that would be parts of the north shore of Long Island up through Glen Cove into parts of Queens, parts of Great Neck, which is still, I believe, Nassau County. Anyway, so you can look at this and you can say, OK, what happened here? Now, the first thing I would say is the Santos issue probably played a part in some people's minds thinking, okay, we tried a Republican that didn't work out. Um, but here's the bigger issue in all of this. And you had an election Eve poll of likely voters, some of whom already had cast their ballots showed the race was pretty much a dead heat. It didn't turn out this way. There was, and, and this is where Republicans better learn their lesson. There's a lesson to be learned here. Um, yesterday, they had a huge snowstorm in Long Island. I wouldn't say huge. I guess most people I spoke to, five, six inches, something in that neighborhood, within the district around that much. Anyway, so you have, on election day, a massive snowstorm. That made it difficult for a lot of, especially older people that tend to vote in special elections, to show up at the polls. That became a heavy lift for a lot of people. Now, what made the difference? Why did this then become pretty much a blowout? Now, first thing I'll tell you about, about Swazi is he is a well-known entity. He was the Nassau County Republican head for a long time, chairman, and that is the head of the entire county. Uh, but remember, Long Island has been trending very red in recent years because of Albany and Joe Biden, et cetera. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for New York congressional seats and California congressional seats, Republicans wouldn't have control of the House. That's that. That's how important it is. There were a lot of, of districts that Biden won in 2020 that Republicans picked up in 2022. Anyway, he is a pretty slick politician, well-known politician. Personally, I've met him, know him. I don't know him well, but nice guy if you meet him. Uh, I mean, but very well-known 
uh, in the district. Uh, he had previously served three terms in Congress in this very district, albeit it's since been redrawn. Uh, he left his seat to run for governor. All right. Previously, Nassau County executive. He has name recognition through the roof. There's nobody that really doesn't know him. And until this election cycle, I frankly had not heard of Mozzie Pillow. We put her on the show, see if we can give her a chance to win. A lot of friends of mine cared a lot about the race. And with the small margin of, of majority that the Republicans have on the House, they, they can ill afford to lose that seat. Now, what I had told the New York delegation when I met some of them at the town hall that I did with the new speaker at the time, Speaker Johnson, uh, I brought this subject up with them unsolicited. And I said, guys, unless somebody's convicted, um, I don't think you should be in the business of rushing to judgment and, th and especially with the limited margin you have, uh, kicking out a reliable Republican vote. That would have been Santos. I don't know. I don't know anything about Santos, to be honest. But put that aside also. So there's a well-known guy, and Santos had won Nassau County by 10. I think last time I looked at the numbers before I got disgusted and just tuned it out, um, you know, Mozzie Phillips, I think, was down by something like 19. I don't know what the final numbers are. Uh, now, first of all, big mistake. The Democrats outspent Republicans dramatically. Now, some people are saying two to one. I'm told by other people closer to eight to one. They had a huge early get out the vote ground game. And, you know, it, it should not have been this big a, a blowout. However, this is what I keep saying. Now, here's the thing. So the snowstorm shows up on Election Day. That impacts Republicans that tend to want to vote on Election Day. They, there's been a reluctance and a resistance, and I've talked about it exhaustively on this program, for conservatives and Republicans to vote by mail and vote early. In my new home state of Florida, they do it, they do it perfectly. I mean, most people vote by mail. Most people vote early, and they count those votes on before the election, and they're all tabulated. They have partisan observers watching the vote count, et cetera, et cetera. All of this has happened and they've kind of mastered it. So what is the lesson here? What made the difference? Swazi himself attributed his victory to the Democrats early voting push, which already banked thousands of his votes. Mozzie Pillup voters struggled to get to the polls on a snowy day. And Swazi said Republicans often vote in the morning and Democrats vote in the afternoon. He said predicting the storm was a good sign for his campaign. The storm depressed early voting today, no doubt about it. And, you know, former Republican Senator Alphonse D'Amato said in Nassau County, nearly 70,000 people voted during the nine days of early voting or mailed in absentee ballots. Uh, I'm ineligible to vote in the was ineligible because I've I've now registered in Florida and handed a letter in saying I'm no longer take me off the voter rolls in New York. But anyway, thousands more Democrats than Republicans turned out for early voting. What have I been saying? The Republican Party and conservatives and Republicans, you need to get this through your heads. You better understand this is the system that we have. It's not the system I want. It's not the system I like. It's not the system that I believe has the most integrity that results in confidence in the results. 
but it is the system we have. I'd prefer paper ballots, election day, a national holiday, same day voting for everybody with the exception, exception of the military, elderly, infirmed, etc. That's it. But Democrats, they have focused hundreds of millions of dollars on early and mail-in voting, and they are kicking Republicans' ass left and right by taking advantage of the system they want. Now, you would also need measures which they don't have in New York, like voter ID and signature verification, chain of custody controls, updated voter rolls, and partisan observers watching the vote count all day long and after the polls close, watch the voting all day, the vote counting all night. That's what has to happen. You know, they need to raise and spend more money in every single race, and they need to match the Democrats dollar for dollar. They've got to match their early voting and voting by mail uh, efforts to a T. Republican voters, conservative voters need to rethink the system. If you've been reluctant, if you've been resistant, I kind of share your hesitancy. However, it is not smart to wait for Election Day and expect to win and expect that you're going to make up what ultimately is, in a case of a congressional race, thousands, maybe tens of thousands of votes, depending, or in the case of a, a state race or of a federal race, you're talking about, you know, this election cycle, we may have a race for president in 264 days where six states and 100,000 or a couple hundred thousand votes make, the, make up the entire difference. Now, here's another problem that there's no ballot harvesting efforts. Republicans need to match the Democrats' efforts and hopefully surpass their, their ballot harvesting efforts, legal ballot harvesting. Now, the other thing is, is they've got to recruit better candidates. I don't know if many of you knew this. I knew it. But up until this race, uh, we know that Mozzie Pillup was a Democrat. Linda, did you know that? Most people didn't know that. I only knew um, it because I knew the pollsters. Okay, so Swazi's Republican opponent was a, a until recently a candidate. She's got a great life story, but I I lived in the district. I never heard of her until this race, and I think there were better, well known, more well known people that could have run that would have been more formidable in this particular case. So there's a lesson to be learned here. I don't know how many more times I have to repeat myself. But this is what can happen if you don't bank your vote. That's what the RNC has called it. Now, at least the Republicans are attempting and have attempted. At least Ronald McDaniel did. And again, I guess she's not going to be the chairman anymore. But they better double down on these efforts. They better invest the money into early voting efforts. They better invest money into partisan observers watching the voting all day, the vote counting all night. They better match and hopefully surpass this whole ballot harvesting, legal ballot harvesting effort that the Democrats are involved in. You know, Democrats, you know, in this particular case, I'll tell you, they've learned a lot. These negative abortion ads were brutal towards Mazzy uh, Pillup. And I'll tell you right now, every single Republican, what did I say at the beginning of the year, January 2nd, coming back from my long vacation of the year, I said, let me tell you how this year is going to play out. They're going to run on Trump. Trump, Trump is evil, evil, evil. They're going to focus on January 6th. They're going to focus on democracy in peril. Meanwhile, they try to kick everybody off the ballot. And they are going to focus on, on these election items that I'm mentioning to you. 
And that, of course, then they will use the old playbook. Republicans are racist, sexist, et cetera, things I've told you over and over again. You know, so according and in this case, the number one issue we've seen out of New Hampshire and Iowa is the issue of immigration. So what was Swazi's position on immigration? A guy that said he's 100 percent with Joe Biden on these issues. Well, that would have been a big liability. But what was his solution to push a false claim that it's the Democratic Party, that they're the ones that actually want to control the border? Meanwhile, they've told us for three years that the border is secure and the border is closed. Now they're saying well, it's not our fault. Mayorkas is saying before he was impeached yesterday. We'll get to that. And, you know, Joe Biden saying I, there's nothing left for me to do. Well, actually, that's a lie. He could just he did rescind all the Trump policies that were working. And with the stroke of a pen, he can implement them once again. Senator Chris Murphy was urging Democrats to go on offense on the border and immigration in a memo on Wednesday to party members citing New York Democrat Tom Swazi's victory in this special election. They're going to go in hard with everything that I told you on January 2nd they were going to run on. Now, I can keep repeating myself, and Republicans cannot listen and keep losing. But they lose to the detriment of the country. Because Joe Biden and liberal, you know, radical, democratic, climate-alarmist, religious cultists, their policies of wide-open borders is going to end up being the biggest national security debacle in history. We see the damage, the real damage they have caused to our economy. We see what they've done to energy in this country. We see the billions of dollars being wasted, thrown down the tubes by pushing their, you know, radical climate agenda and and electric vehicles that Americans have shown over and over again that they don't want. And and that's going to be the predictable result. Or you can get your apps, you can get your atom shift together and you can go out there And you can now implement changes. And that means that people have to change, too. And you've got to adapt to the times we're living in. Now, if you elect enough Republicans, I do have some good news. And the good news is simply they can change election laws and they can make paper ballots the law of the land. They can insist on voter ID, signature verification, the other things that I mentioned. They can push early voting, voting by mail and bring integrity to the system. But they can, you know, we can add, we could do all of these things, but you got to win the elections first. And the system we have is the one we're stuck with. It's not the one you wish you had. That's the message that I think Republicans need to learn from this. Democrats will lie about abortion. They're going to demagogue abortion. They're going to demagogue the border. They're actually going to make the case. It's not Joe Biden's fault, not ours. It's Republicans fault. They didn't support the bill. No, Republicans said they're not going to support a bill that gives after we've given seventy five billion dollars to Ukraine, uh, that gives them another 60 some odd billion more dollars before they secure the border first. They're insisting on it. They have the right position, but they got to sell it better. And Republicans better get their Adam shift together on the issue of abortion and have a clear message. And whether you're a pro-life and believe in the sanctity of life or not, I'm telling you that politically the country is not agreeing with you. We've seen that in election after election. The country seems to be around 12 first trimester or the Dobbs decision, 15 weeks. That's the reality, a truth that maybe some of you don't want to hear, but it's the truth. Anyway, Mike Lindell, his employees, they want to say thank you to you, their loyal customers, for your continued support. And to say thank you, they're having a massive sale, not only not only on overstock and clearance products, but new products as well. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Sean Hannity Square, the lowest prices ever, and it includes free shipping for your entire order. 
For example, now you get 50% off the all-new MyPillow 2.0. Their new flannel sheets, 50% off. They're gonna, you're going to love those. Their new towel set, 50% off, $29.98. And right now, if you want big items like a mattress or a mattress topper, it's perfect time to get it. Take advantage of their free shipping. It's expensive to ship. 100% made in the U.S. now on sale for as low as $99.99. Anyway, they have all sorts of other great products. Just check them out when you go to MyPillow.com and click on the Sean Hannity Square. Or just call, mention my name, 800-919-6090, promo code Hannity, and take advantage of MyPillow's big thank you to their loyal customer sale.